Okay, everybody. Uh, it's Cameron. I'm back. Welcome back to the Panther Den Podcast. I know everybody probably missed me dearly. Uh, I had to go to rehab for my alcoholism, <laughs> so I'm back. I'm clean. In there two weeks. Three three days sober, clean. We're good. Actually, no. Be more like. Take your time. I'm thinking. Carry Wednesday, the one. No. Oh my gosh. Tuesday. Okay. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Four days sober. Four days sober. Um, so it feels good to be back. Feels good to be back behind in front of, I guess, next to a microphone. Would this be in front of the microphone? Where am I at? Dan. Yes. Dan's here today. Dan. Behind it. Would this be behind or in front of the microphone? Behind. Thank you, Doug. Doug's back on. <laughs> He's in a grouchy mood today. For some reason, uh, and Jacob, Mr. Producer, has been holding down the fort for us. So yeah. thank you, Jacob, for doing that. No problem. Wonderful job. Wonderful job. Um, J Dub has been off off air for a while. He is sick. He has no voice. So pray for J Dub. Hope hopefully he makes a full and speedy recovery. Uh, <laughs> Dan's over here laughing at me. And I think we'll start with the offering plate next. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we're going to talk about the history of Planned Parenthood today. Jacob, I'm going to throw it to you to lead us off here. He was kind enough to provide us with material today. Thank you, Jacob. Yeah, no problem. Uh, I mean, I've heard a lot about Planned Parenthood, what they've stood for, what they've done, everything that they try to do. And... Uh, in the last few years, I'd say it has come to light quite a bit that its founder, Margaret Sanger, really did not have a good intention for what this uh, what this place was trying to do. So I thought we'd kind of cover that a little bit since I couldn't think anything else and this was all that was on my mind for some reason. But I watched a few videos on it to kind of freshen up about it because i've read a few a few things on it just to read because i was bored one day and i also printed off everybody articles so that they could have a few materials that they could kind of skim through and we all have notes dan watched a documentary on it so she's got a different perspective on it that I haven't even looked at but we'll kind of start off with uh Margaret Sanger was the founder of the American Birth Control League that was started in 1916 it later became Planned Parenthood in 1942 after a lot of funding a lot of uh making new clinics that were meant to uh, help with abortion, pretty much help with family planning is what they said. But the biggest thing was it wasn't what they originally said it was. Margaret Sanger was trying to limit the or exterminate really the black race in America 
She was part of the women's Ku Klux Klan. They she have was, that? Yeah. The women's Ku Klux Klan? Yeah. It was weird. Was it? It was it was on, on the video. It was on one of the on, videos I watched. Was it, it segregated was from the men? Probably. <laughs> was it segregated? <laughs> I mean, it was they it was women's. It said women's Ku Klux Klan, so Definitely. I assume that it was just women in there. Wow. Even the that's how serious the clan is. They'll even segregate themselves. So I mean kudos to them for sticking to their guns, I guess. Uh and she was also part of the I think it was American Eugenics Association or something. Yeah, American Eugenics Society, which was uh I can't remember what the eugenics was. I'm pretty sure it was they were trying they're trying to uh, eliminate any kind of um, disabilities and like mental retardation and also uh, either euthanize them or sterilize them so that they can't reproduce. So they're basically selective breeding in humans, though. But I mean, I just kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit and. Also go into what all she did, and I'll I kind of want to ask Dan what what all did that documentary say in it? It like did it go over the abortion part of it, or did it go over uh, Margaret Sanger? I think the reason for doing it was because of. Roe v. Wade being overturned. Mm, okay. Um, I'm not positive if that was the reason why they chose to do it, but the intro seemed as though that's mm-hmm. that was the idea behind it. Um, yeah, talked a lot about abortions and how unsafe they can be. Um, and then it was based a lot around Planned Parenthood because they are the largest... Yeah, organization. They're, they're the first and biggest one that right. there ever was, especially in America. I mean, so I'd say the the majority of the documentary was based around Planned Parenthood, <laughs> but not necessarily. There was just a small, maybe five to ten minutes about Margaret Sanger. So some of it was more recent studies and. Mm-hmm. Some... Well, I mean, you can't talk about Planned Parenthood without talking about the founder. Right. Because, I mean... And you really can't talk thing. about Planned Parenthood without talking about abortions. Mm-hmm. So. And you can't talk about that without... Pissing talking... people off. Yeah, really. But, you know, we walk the line here. Some Cameron <clears throat> can walk a little closer to the line than others. I but... moved the line for us, obviously. Honestly. Dude, this, I just looked up a picture of this Margaret Sanger. Dude, she's butt-ugly, man. Like, good God. No wonder she didn't want to reproduce. She looks like the kind of people that she was trying to get to not reproduce. She looks mentally disabled. Well, you know what else she did? She also wanted people to take IQ tests and then base their IQ off of whether they should be sterilized or not. Well, she probably should have been sterilized herself because she looks 
awful. Okay, it says, Margaret Sanger quote, No woman can call herself free who does not own and control her body. Okay. Okay. I mean, sorry, Cameron. Well, I got to throw in a little lightheartedness there. Whoa. Lighthearted. Keep, keep going here. Keep going here. I got to double check something here. Continue talking. Okay. May have just found her in a Ku Klux Klan outfit. I mean, she was with the Ku Klux Klan, so it's probably not that far off. I know. I just want, I just want to back it up for our listeners. Okay. Uh, but she also wanted to limit and uh, limit the people she deemed unfit. <clears throat> so it was it wasn't like a broad outlook. It was just what she thought would be undesirable would be, yeah undesirable or desirable in a person you know who that sounds a lot awful lot like hitler hitler and yeah that's also this was she basically wanted to make sure that certain populations were not there controlled anymore. or that sounds not like there at all. literally sounds like right. hitler um in this documentary it said that she would go after african american leaders or pastors to pay them to market to their people to kill their offspring. Well, yeah, and uh, in there's a lot of money. I mean, even from the beginning, that was yeah thrown around. Well, the biggest, I think, the biggest sponsor of this was uh, the Rockefellers. The Rockefellers funded everything that she did from the beginning, pretty much, because they liked what she wanted. She li- they liked what she had envisioned. Okay, and... I found this news clipping article. It says in 1926, Sanger gave a lecture on birth control to the women's auxiliary of the Ku Klux Klan in Silver Lake, New Jersey. She strongly spoke in favor of creating a superior white race by sterilizing what she and others considered degenerate people. And it's got her standing in front of people with robes. They're all doing the little salute and she's talking to them. That's a good note. Thank you. Sorry. No, you're good. I, I off, I railed it off, but I don't care. Uh, but in 1939, I also wanted to kind of mention this because this is a, a big part of what she wanted in 1939. She launched the, what was called the Negro Project. Mm-hmm. And what it was, was they went in to uh, black neighborhoods, black communities, and they were low-income low communities too. But they went in there with the promise of better health, better family planning for all blacks in that neighborhood. But what it really was, was to limit their reproduction Mm -hmm. because they would. And that's where that letter I was talking about comes into play because in that letter, she states basically that she doesn't want it to get out that that's actually her motive behind it. Well, I don't. Yeah, I did. And it was from 1939 is when that letter was. And one thing I want to throw out there, too, I know. 
uh, a huge target with all this stuff during this time too was Native American women were a huge target uh, for what do they call hysterectomies? Not hysterectomies. Basically, sterilization without their knowledge. There's a word for it, but I don't. I don't know the I word. Know. I know, like the male's form is like castration, but there's like one for women that is. Well, I mean, a hysterectomy would. Is that a hysterectomy? Yeah. Is that the removal of the uterus? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, so hysterectomies without their knowledge. I know Native Americans were a big target in that too, uh, especially on the reservations and stuff. Well, and you know, they were doing that back then in those low income neighborhoods. But in that documentary, there was a lady that worked there probably within the last 10 years and they were still doing that. They were asked to go out, put up flyers mm-hmm. in these neighbor. I mean, that didn't just go away either. I yeah, mean, the Ro- pretty current. I don't know about now, but the Rockefellers is are the one that sponsored that the most. They wanted their money to be used for education and promotion of Planned Parenthood, but they, but every Planned Parenthood that has come up since like 1939, pretty much, has been in low income neighborhoods, and those this is just a fact those low-income neighborhoods are predominantly black most of them anyway but they she wanted she pretty much wanted only rich to have kids and she uh basically promoted all kinds of abortion just and the way that she convinced them was like well you have how are you going to provide for this kid? You don't have any money. You barely have enough to provide for yourself. So they kind of took that and ran with it so that they could get more and more people to abort their own kid. And also this is the worst quote I've ever heard from a person. Her quote was, Quote, I think the greatest sin is bringing children into the world. She was quoted saying that on live TV. Literal demon. She, yeah, she was quoted saying that on live TV. She looks like a demon, Whenever, uh, I can't remember what year, but it was later in her life, because she, in that, in that show, she looked super pro- freaking old. Was it on the uh, interview with Mike Wallace? It might have been. Because I just looked up, she done a interview with Mike Wallace several years ago. Yeah, well, this well, it might not have been, it might have been, but it was in black and white, so yeah, it was. I think it was it. Yeah, it must have been then. This lady is literally disgusting. I'm still scrolling through photos of her, and she's just why? Because she's just gross. It's like a train wreck. I can't look away. She just looks nasty. Like if I saw this woman on the street, she tried to come up to me, talk to me. I'd be like, ew, get away from me. Ew, gross. Leave me alone. She'd be like, did you know that you can get an abortion? And I'd be like, get out of my face, freak. Uh, yeah, seriously. Thanks. Refer- she referred uh, people of color as human weeds. She called them human weeds. 
Yeah, and she also said... Yeah, she said something about them needing to be picked. Like, like, like picked off. Pruned like, was she so an that atheist? Certain... Yeah, so that the more desirable flowers could bloom. Right. Is what she said. Was she a racist? Not a racist. Was she, not, she <laughs> was she a racist? No, was, I don't know, man. Was, was she, she an atheist? I don't know. I'm looking at... She was an Episcopalian. Okay, what's an Episcopalian? I don't, God, I don't know. Well, you got the computer in front of okay, you. Okay, I'll, I'll Google it. While you're Googling that, uh, yeah, I'll, I'll say one. I'll say one more thing about the statistics of abortion. Since 1973 to 2020, there has been over 600, or not 600. There's been over 60 million. Uh, babies aborted and that's like just legally that's just legally since roe v wade was put into place and taken out but one third of those babies belong to uh black families and since black people only make up 13 percent of the american population that's a pretty staggering amount Compared to everything else. But I just thought that was pretty insane that there's been over 60 million kids aborted just by this one, uh, this one facility, well, one organization. Okay. Well, and what I watched, it's say, uh, it's stated in there that, um, States are not required to report abortions. So I wonder if that number is even higher. Yeah, that's yeah, and that's the thing. Those are those were just legal abortions. Right. That were also reported. Because they talked a lot about maternal mortality mm-hmm. and how they kind of have to go off what other countries are stating on um, maternal mortality within abortions. And how there's an increased risk because not, ev- I don't know if it's every state, I assume, is not required to report I the abortions know. that. I don't know about every state done. or not. I don't either. But if it, so even if it's really just no, one state, that's. So the statistics could be quite are actually kind of flawed because there's no real. Yeah, there's no, there's no real knowing right. if they weren't reported. Exactly. Yeah. Um. So I found out what Episcopalian it is. I don't know if this was meant to be sarcastic, but this was a quote from this documentary. It said, "Abortionists are regulated less than a nail salon." <laughs> I I really couldn't tell if that was uh kind of serious or I, I mean if they're not be- having to be mandated or required to report to anyone on what they're doing. Because how many nail salons are federally funded with taxpayer dollars? Is that that true? What? Nail salons? I said, how many are? Oh. None. Yeah, I was like, (laughs) why? I was like, why is a nail salon getting federal funding? This is an outrage. Like, I was about to go on the warpath. Like, oh, yeah. 
draw the line at nail salons getting federally funded. That's oh, where Cameron draws the I don't want line. anything to get federally funded, but nail salons? No, that's what he's saying. I know. That's, I get it now, okay. but... I thought he was legit just asking, like, how many nail salons are he's been He's been out of the podcasting business for oh, a yeah. couple weeks. Yeah, God, you got to give he's, me a break here. He's a little rusty. Got to knock the dirt off. Knock the cobwebs out of my hand. Knock the tart out of you. I don't think that's possible. We'll see. Anyway, uh, apparently an Episcopalian is, like, the inclusive Catholics, from what I understand. The inclusive Catholics? Like, it's very similar to Catholicism, except that, like, all the would-be, like, bigoted things about Catholicism, like, no Episcopalians, abortion. like, no. Episcopalians are, like, inclusive. Oh, so it's the new fad? It's like the the gay version of Catholicism, basically. It's the liberal version of yes, Catholicism. Yes, it's the liberal version of Catholicism. And liberals and Democrats also freaking idolize Margaret Sanger because so, and she, she made Planned Parenthood. And she's an Episcopalian, so we're, we're you know. It's, she's inclusive, man. It's fitting together. She wants to kill everybody. Except for the white people. <laughs> anyway. Except for the Aryan race. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Moving on. Moving on to what? <laughs> you you got know. something in mind? No, or? I don't have anything in mind. Uh, well, I have one quote from... Freaking Hillary Hillary Clinton oh God, on I how much is she not dead yet? Is she still alive? She's still kicking, Doug. Do you know that? Not very high. Yeah, well, I'm gonna give her a swift kick in the ass, and I'd probably kill her. Honestly, she's. I don't know. She's been drinking that baby blood. Well, I'm gonna give her something. She's a cockroach. She'll be a Hillary Clinton. After we're gone. And that's a literal sense of cockroach. If, okay, so she's 75 years old. If she outlives me as a 22 year old straight white male the way you're living she might i will hey he just got i'm cut him a break i'm rehabilitated okay i'm a new man as he's got his spit bottle right next to me (sighs) that doesn't count that's not alcohol that's just tobacco one of the three anyway oh i do have a firearm here so allegedly so Allegedly, I just need a beer and I'll be a federal agent. No, you got to kill a dog a few times. I haven't ever killed a dog, but I've seen a dog killed. I think we does that count? No, you got to pull the trigger. You're not an ATF agent if you don't kill a dog on site for no reason. Dan, how's your dog doing? Gosh, no. Uh, that was for legal reasons. That was a joke. My lawyer said I had to say that was a joke. My dog is off limits. That's where I draw the line. Oh, God, where are we? What are we talking about? We're talking about Planned Parenthood. Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton. Oh, God, that bitch. All right, give me an on. We, you already went over that. <laughs> uh, she was quoted saying in one of her speeches, I admire Margaret Sanger immensely. Her courage, her tenacity, and her vision. So she basically just said she was very uh, 
pro getting rid of all black people and having no kids brought in, no kids or no unapproved kids brought into the world. Was old Margaret married? I don't know. I wouldn't. I hope not, because if she was the guy that that married her. Well, I was saying is what if she was like a closet lesbo? I don't know. She's got a she's got a husband. <laughs> like she could have been like a closet lesbo, and that's why Hillary Clinton likes her so much because she's also a closet lesbo. But oh, she married twice. First for love, then second time for money. <laughs> wow. What? What a whore. God. Did she have any kids? Yeah, that's what I. I okay, let's know. Google. I gotta Google that. <laughs> I bet they're, if they look retarded as her, I'm going to freak out because she should have had an abortion. Jesus. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Then she goes, oh, yeah, she had three of them. Peggy, Stewart, and Grant. Let's check these guys out. That's what she named them? Dude, oh, my God. Peggy. Oh, she died. She's dead already. What's 92 times 12? What? What's 92 times 12? I don't know. Why does that matter? Oh, Margaret had a 1,104-month light abortion. <laughs> what the heck? That I get what you're saying. Because her daughter was 92 and she I know. died. Dude, she died last year. Holy crap. She Good. died June 5th. That is recent. Precent. Wow. Thanks, Cameron, for that. She worked in physical security for the Department of the Air Force. She was a member of the Roswell Street Baptist Church. Wow, that's not following in mommy's footsteps if you're a Baptist and she's a Episcopalian. Gosh. Oh, Cameron uh, doesn't approve. Uh, oh, wow. This She liked kids, apparently. Probably it was just white kids, though. And, le- and luau of flowers. Donations can be made... To Roswell Street Baptist Church Children's. What? In lieu, sorry, in lieu of flowers. They look the same. They look the same. Okay, I'm bad at spelling and reading. Anyway, it says, uh, in lieu of flowers, donations can be made to Roswell Street Baptist Church Children's Summer Camps. I bet that is nothing but white kids. I bet this old, I bet this old bat is, was racist as hell. I bet she's like, I can't stand all these hoodlums moving into my my neighborhood. God. I bet she was, too. Probably a sterilization camp. Probably. They probably taught them kids how to perform hysterectomies on POCs in their school. They might have just demonstrated on themselves. <sighs> no, they don't. She's already said she doesn't want to do that to white kids, Jacob. Gosh. Well, what if they had... Well, we're looking, at, we're looking at her other... Her, son, other her son, Grant Sanger, a surgeon who is an associate professor of clinical surgery at Columbia Presbyterian Medical Center for 27 years. Ha, loser. He died of a heart attack. <laughs> Why is that a ha, loser? <laughs> I don't know. He was 81 years old. He and died. And a surgeon? And a surgeon. He probably performed a lot of history. Uh, yeah, he probably did. He's probably, yeah. Uh, he died of a heart attack on Thursday while dining at the Harvard Club in Manhattan. Wow. What about Stuart Sanger? We got a little bit of time. We got a little bit of time, enough to cover Stuart. Uh, uh, 
Doesn't say much about him. I bet he was a loser. He was the black sheep. He died of heart family. failure. And apparently he apparently he was a physician. It broke his heart that he couldn't do all the hysterectomies his brother did. Yeah, seriously. Okay. Um All right. Well, let's take a quick quick ad break real quick and uh we'll get back into some more productive content. Hey, we're back, guys. Uh Put my beanie on because it's getting cold in here. It's kind of weird. Um, Planned Parenthood. So I found this article here on NPR. Uh, and these NPR guys, gals, trans people, whatever they are. Because um, we're inclusive here. Um, oh, yeah. Very inclusive. Extremely inclusive. Conclusive, inclusive. Uh Jacob's not liking what I'm going off with. Anyway, so this this article kind of had a different take on the whole Planned Parenthood thing. Uh, NPR has been historically left leaning. Um, but he's they're talking about an interview with Ben Carson. Carson was asked about Democrats' criticism that Republicans Republicans who want to defund Parenthood are waging war on women. I don't really back that. I really don't. Wait, say that again. So the remember back in the day they were talking about if you want to defund Planned Parenthood, you are waging war on women. Mm-hmm. I I don't I don't believe that's true. I don't believe that's true at all yeah, because that... they're killing women. I know. Future women. Killing little women. And they're putting them at risk because in this documentary, it actually says that a girl, I believe she was in college, she read this book and decided she wanted to dig deeper into Planned Parenthood, Mm -hmm. their history, what goes on there. I believe it was in 2008, she went undercover and posed as a 15-year-old that was pregnant with a 23-year-old's baby. And in the appointment, it's all recorded. Um, the two clinics that she went to in California, shocking, said that she should definitely change her age on the paperwork so it would not trigger reporting, and then she could get a secret abortion. So they're covering up the fact that she's sexual 15. abuse, rape. They're covering up things that are against the law that people are criminally charged for. So and they're they're, just, a, they're, they're aiding in the rape of young children. Children, absolutely, they. Are. I will continue onward. Um, one of the ladies on on camera footage says, when she's you know she's posing as an underage girl, and she said, "Well, he's twenty three and she said, "I don't care. I don't care how old he is. Doesn't matter. Just let's just change your age." And and then. Um, When they spoke with a detective from the L.A. Police Department, he said in all of his years, which I don't know how many years that was, but he never once received a phone call from an abortion clinic about any sexual abuse, rape, anything like that. That's terrible. So how that just begs the question. So not only is Planned Parenthood a moral issue, it's also a medical issue. Yeah, and I a mean, legal issue. Legal issue. Everything. It's which you it's know terrible. it's just yeah. an issue. And they're handing everybody they're just handing people hush money. 
every... And for low-income people, $800 is a lot of money. Yes, that is a lot of money. That's a lot of money to me. Well, I mean, but... it's a lot of money to me, too, but I think I, I'm a teacher, so I am low-income. Um, <laughs> everybody knows me that listen to this podcast, I know that I'm a little loosey-goosey with the rules and the laws, you know. Who cares? Except for when it comes to rape. Rape's not okay. If you aid a rape rapist, if you aid a rapist in any way, you're on the same level. And a rapist of a child? Especially a child. Especially a child. Because then you're aiding and abetting a... Pedophile, which just be glad the police are there. But all they want is money. That's all they want. I know somebody personally. This has been probably twenty years ago. She just happened to open up, tell me her story. She called, was going to make an appointment with a place like this. Changed her mind. She was like, "Nope, can't do." I mean, they called and called like freaking telemarketers trying to convince her. That's what they're they're convincing people. You can't. You know, you won't survive with this baby. You, you'll never get an education. You'll never do this. You'll never do that. I mean, they are talking people into it. Not only are they providing the act of doing it, they are talking people into it. To well, this it's day, it's a sales pitch. It's a sales pitch. It, yeah, they and it's money. all for money. It's disgusting. They get money for it. Um, I just, I don't know. I think it is awful. I think it is disgusting, and I think I wouldn't bat an eye if every single one of these places just burst up in the flames um, overnight. Well, it doesn't help that Roe v. Wade was a thing for so long, and it made it legal everywhere to be able to get an abortion just anytime you wanted. There, Well, there were certain guidelines, I guess, for how long you could... Uh, before you couldn't have one, but still, you it was legal for years and years in this country to just kill your unborn kid. And now that it's overturned, it's there's another, there's all of a sudden a big problem with not even being able to have one. And I don't know, it just seems like just seems like they're they can't get their mind straight with it really because not everybody not everybody has to get one well and it's and, but it doesn't mean that it's good it's, it's all really it's all been so widely caught and spread and it's cool it's real cool to have a lot of anonymous sex and you know really cool the hookup culture is that's what the culture culture is is, these days well and you have yet to mention the fact of them selling these parts these late-term abortions and stuff like that oh yeah selling these baby parts I they got caught doing I have listened to a lot of things about that but I do not remember enough of it to extensively talk about it do you know but more than i would no not necessarily but i i know it was uh, a couple years ago it was they got caught red-handed doing it 
And uh, I remember that. I remember seeing some stuff about that, but I don't. It was obviously way before the podcast, so I didn't. I wasn't like, oh, I got to write that down. We got to talk about that on the podcast. Well, but they sell a lot of. That. They sell a lot of baby parts, even if they're born. Really, I mean. Like, Which is a foreskin going exactly the they sell baby seven dollars on the foreskin in the front please they sell baby hey. foreskin because they make it into a they use those for eyelids baby foreskins for eyelids yeah, yeah no they, have, shit. they have great success but look it up no shit yeah they have great success for the other than the child being a little bit cockeyed <laughs> that, was a, that was a Carson joke. Gosh. Wow. <laughs> wow, I was about to like go Google. into I was about to go into like a joke of like foreskin you, island. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, I was about to you go can in. use that one sometime, Carson. I was gonna go into something like I don't know that foreskin's covering another snake eye or something like that. I don't know. I was gonna make some kind of snake eye joke referencing the penises, but Anyway, plural penis sorry, eye. Sorry to take it for a bad turn there. It's all right, dog. It's all right. We appreciate the contribution to this podcast. Uh, anyway, all this is made possible by, by viewers like you. Thank you. Anyway, this isn't PBS, <laughs> Jacob. Uh, you were saying about selling baby body parts. Well, I was just gonna say they they do sell baby foreskin and they put it in anti aging creams. Do they really? Yeah. Have you not? There's a baby. I use that stuff, my hands get stiff. Mm -hmm. There you go. Another one for you, Carson, if you're listening. This one says foreskin restoration devices. Yeah. Well, uh, they had, they had a lady that was on the Steve Harvey talk show, his talk show. And she was like an anti-aging professional, like, I can't cosmetologist or whatever. I think that's the word, but she brought him like lotion on the, on, on the television for everybody to see. And she puts it like puts a little bit in his hand and he starts like rubbing it. And she's like, put it on your face and it'll help like get rid of your wrinkles. And she, he's like, Oh, this is, this is cool. What, what, what's it made of and she's like oh this is made from baby foreskin and he got pissed, I would have been pissed. He oprah, was, oprah did that no it was steve harvey well i found oprah oprah did that too really yeah well, it says uh i don't think she'd get that mad about it they use every day but for oprah they're peculiarly and quite frankly bizarre ingredient and one of her favorite face creams has to be as the tv personality in hot water well um, steve harvey wasn't this was not his favorite. If anything, it was his least favorite because, well, he was pissed off. One, he was pissed off that she tricked him pretty much. And he literally was like, you're never coming back on this on this show again. Like, just flat out said that in front of everybody. And she just laughed and shook it okay. off like it was nothing. So it says, however, you're thinking this is a little hard to believe. You might be right. In an interview with San Diego newspaper a few years ago, the founder of Skin... Medica, which is like the company that makes this cream, stated that the company hasn't harvested a foreskin in 20 years. Instead, the cells needed are grown from a single foreskin sample. <laughs> they haven't harvested a foreskin in 20 years. So, 
But I wonder which more, part of the tractor. Just that, like whatever came out a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, like that, all. Yeah, that, that was, so you're a... telling me that. Yeah, this was marketing skincare products by pushing that there's no animal cruelty is a selling point, but we can throw human parts in there and we're just going to buy it and use it. Well, Especially at... something as weird as the foreskin. Right. Like I know you're not going to like, you don't need it, but. Well, God says I don't need it. So clearly I don't need it. Right. But I'm just saying like, if they're taking more than just that, if that's what there's, you're saying. There's a lot of people out there that put more value on an animal's life than they do a human right. life. That's the point I'm getting at. Yeah. Maybe we should start making cream. This isn't about foreskins, okay? Maybe Cameron? we should take some dog foreskins and make some anti-aging cream. I just... For dogs. Know. For dogs. Make so your dog live longer. That's where we draw the line, is it animals, but... Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Have you ever had fried baby? No. It's pretty good. I'll tell you what. Just get your okay. little leg bone there. Yummy. Delicious. Yeah, he it's always like chicken. He always cleans those bones pretty hey, well. Hey, that's what that's what we had last time we had Nancy out to the house to eat dinner. Nancy, she came out. That's what she wanted. Baby legs. Yeah, baby legs. We made her up some baby legs, and she just she just let them fangs go and just. Nom, 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 nom. Well, Wash be sure to warn little... Carson whenever she comes back out after his kids born. Oh. oh. Don't worry, we'll be going to Nancy's house next time for dinner. <laughs> we only meet up every couple years when oh, the I'm when sure. the when the moon is at its full strength. We meet Nancy for dinner. Anyway, all right. Does anybody else have anything else they want to talk about? I have nothing else. We kind of ran through that faster. Hey, that's fine. It thought. happens sometimes. The only person that's going to complain is Carson. We've been talking about Carson a lot on this episode, and he's going to bitch about us talking about him on the podcast. Um, Douglas, final thoughts, final anything else you want to? Moving on, Dan. <laughs> he doesn't have any. Dan, final thoughts, final closing statements, anything? I don't really know if I have anything. This topic kind of makes me angry, and but I don't really know where to start. Kind of makes me hungry. All my angry thoughts are just jumbled in my head right now. <laughs> I mean, it goes in so many different ways that yeah, it's kind of so hard not to just jump to it around that to it, it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. There's just a lot to it. And you it's... ever heard of carp compartmentalizing? Yes. I thought you were going to say Kurt Cobain for some reason. <laughs> also, yes. Have you ever heard of him? Yes. His, his mind was everywhere, too. Yeah. His mind was everywhere. Anyway, do you know who Kurt, Kurt Cobain is, Douglas? I've heard the name. Yeah. Didn't he? He's a real mind-blowing dude. I thought that's what happened to him. Yeah. Yeah, he, he shot himself with a yeah. shotgun. Mm, but did he? That's There's, up for debate. Yeah. We can we can get Listen. into that. You want to get into that right now? We'll talk about Kurt Cobain. <laughs> I, I don't know enough about the I don't I'll Google conspiracy right theory. No. I watched did, a documentary once. Did, That's how I start all my stories. Kurt Cobain really kill himself. All right. Thanks for the commentary. No. Um, 
Well, you know, it's weird. There's uh, Courtney did wasn't it. Wasn't he 27 whenever he died? Yeah, he's part of the 27 club. Yeah, there's three. Also there was a good like, documentary. Yeah, there was like three, I think it was three other musicians that it, was, it says right here killed themselves when they were 27 and they all had a white lighter, white lighter in their it pocket. It says right here. On April 8th, 1994, Kurt Cobain, the lead singer and guitarist of American rock band Nirvana, was found dead at his home in Seattle, Washington. Forensics investigators later determined he had died three days earlier on April 5th. Yeah, there's like, there's a few of them. Mm -hmm. There's more than three. Really? Okay, I thought there was just What is the 27 Club? Yeah, it's Kurt Cobain, Janis Joplin... Um, Jim Morrison, Jimi Hendrix. Hendrix. Oh, I didn't Who's know. The other one? He was so young when I heard that. Yeah, I didn't know Jimi Hendrix There's killed himself. Two or three more, and I can't remember. One of them was uh... Cameron. Can you check that for me? What is it? Can you look that up? Look, I'm looking. Twenty Seven Club. Yeah, I'm. I'm working on it right now. Who are the other um, ones? My minds went blank. Brian Jones, Jimmy Brian Hendrix, Jones, Janis Joplin, Jim Morris, all died at the age of 27 between 1969 and 1971 at the time the coincidence gave rise to some comment but was not until kurt cobain's death in 1994 age 27 the idea of a 27 club began to catch on in public perception so hendrix wasn't one of them no it was jimmy hendrix and then jim blues musician robert johnson who died in 1938 is one of the earliest popular musicians to be included in the list of 27 club members Wow. Yeah, we went from Planned Parenthood to this pretty quick. That's a good documentary, though. We're going to have to look it up. I'm going to look it up because uh, that's, just, that's just pretty cool. That is really cool. Um, I mean, it's kind of cool. Not that cool. I don't they know. I think talented. it's kind of sad. It's very More sad. than cool. The most it's interesting. recent one, yeah. I think, was Yuju Yun. Korean actress died by suicide, May third, nineteen ninety five. Oh no, she died August 29th, two thousand twenty two. Sorry. Wow. What is neurosyphilic? Neurosyphilic. Fuck. Uh, HIV, basically. She's got died died of AIDS. All right. Um. Jacob, final thoughts. Anything? I don't have much final thoughts after all of this. Hey, it's been <clears throat> it's been a shit show, but hey, I've enjoyed recording this episode. Yeah, it was interesting. There was a lot of facts thrown around, a lot of weird stuff at the end, but you know. <clears throat> rock on. Rock on. Come keep as going. you are. Um guys. Keep on keeping on. Everybody, thanks for listening. Uh Dan. Douglas, thanks for coming on the podcast. Thanks um, for the invite. Yeah, no problem. Feel free to shoot us an email at thepanthertenpod at gmail.com. Um, follow our Instagram, panther underscore actual. Dan is running that for us. Thank you. Um, and we'll have everything else down in the show notes. Uh, that's it. See you guys next week. <laughs>